Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Hot Dawson, Papa Pap. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Well, Monday morning episode. Um, I'm sure we all had a, well, most of us, the non-English might not have done, had a very nice time watching the England game last night, progressing to the quarterfinals against, uh, against France next Saturday. Did you uh, did you wear your Crusader outfit for it? Or no, no, in... not yet, mate. Not yet. Not yet. You have to wait. Keeping your powder dry. Keep your powder yeah. dry. I've 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 got a feeling that if we if we get past France, then yeah, things might get super be, real. Yeah. But at the moment, no, because England have been on an. Um, this is the most successful England team of my lifetime, right? Yeah. Um. So you're almost getting used to it. I mean, we think of my son, like he's all he's seen since yeah. he's been sentient, let's say football yeah. sentient. Did right. you, did, was there a day when you were pronounced him sentient? The football authority. I said, well, you can go to the FA headquarters in Soho square and get it done officially. Like, like, like when you get baptized. Yeah. I mean, and some people like with, with uh, Christianity, they can you can convert and become baptized later in life. Say if you grew you up cricket or rugby, but then yeah. you decide to get into football later in life, perhaps through marriage, right? Yeah, it would perhaps have to be some families will like only let you marry in if you're into football. I, I, I don't think very many people get into football in adult life because, as we've said, it's a child's game. That's true, and but you never know. Sometimes marriage. I mean, look, put it this way, right? And I'm, I take no pride in admitting this, but I can honestly say. It would be pretty difficult to marry into our family and have like trust and respect without football, which is utterly stupid. I'm not wearing that like a badge of honour. I'm just being real, and I'm not saying. I mean, my family I consider to be quite toxic. Uh, there, I said it. Right. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, it's difficult to be part of. I would say. Yeah. But you know, like my sister. You mean the wider family, not just your household. No, my, my household's not toxic. Not really. <laughs> I was going to say. No, no, the wider family. Um, yeah. No, not toxic. But, you know, like, well, look, my younger sister... Had a, listen, my, my younger sister had a boyfriend and he was a Chelsea fan. And mm. I'll be honest, I didn't for one moment think that it was ever going to work out. Mm. And if I'm really, really honest, I think... That was probably in the heart of myself and my brothers and perhaps even her and perhaps even him. We knew that, come on, get real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, it was like, come on. I mean, you know, have your fun. Fine. A childhood, a a young dalliance perhaps, but Mm. you're not going to marry a Chelsea fan. She married an American gentleman. And that was all right, because before they even became engaged, one of the first things she did was she brought him over. She met me and a collection of my friends, and I think my brother Dom, outside a tube station, Mm. early one Saturday morning. She delivered us her 
American gentleman boyfriend who she had brought with I, her. I offer, I offer forward yeah. this American gentleman she, she literally for your ha- consideration. She literally handed him over, and do you know yeah. what she handed over with him? A selection pack of miniatures of various different spirits from around the world, <laughs> which she explained, she went, I've told him that he has to drink heavily today. This was years yeah. ago when I still drank. Yeah. He has to drink heavily. And we went, we decided on the way here to stop at a shop. I wanted to give him some booze to bring with him, but nowhere was really open apart from one sort of petrol station where they had, I think it was like near Christmas and they had some sort of like gift box with like 10 different miniatures, like a Smirnoff, a Johnny Walker, Jack Daniels and so forth. So he came with this gift selection box and, and we had a good day out at Upton Park because it was, it was that long ago it was Upton Park. Mm. And then he got a West Ham shirt with his name on the back for that Christmas. Yeah. And then, hey presto, was, their marriage with a kid. So he's, He was football sentient from that day onwards. He was football he was sentient. Also Delaney sentient. Delaney sentient, yeah. So, um, so he loved that. And that was, yeah, so... It's, it is, no, in all honesty, and I think this is, in, all these things I'm saying now are embarrassing. They're not boasts at all. They're embarrassing. Um, football shouldn't matter that much in a family or to anyone. But yeah. I think that it's more of a cultural thing. It's not like, do you like this child's game? It's like if someone came to the Dawson's, right, and they were like banging to rugby union, not even rugby league, rugby union, right? Mm. You'd be, I'm not saying you wouldn't be welcoming. I'm saying, you know, like if your daughter, God forbid, comes back from uni and she's going out of a guy called Sebastian, right? Not Lord yeah. Sebastian. I'm not saying your daughter would date a hamster. Not Frank no. no, but let's call him Sebastian. And he's really, he loves the Quins, as he calls them, meaning the Harlequins, right? Oh. And I, that's fine because he might be a great person. He might be full of love. He might be intelligent, kind, and all those things. And they matter much more, much, much, much more than any kind of sporting allegiances or or cultural differences. And yet, and yet, in all honesty, there's a little part of your brain, you're thinking, oh, he's nice. But at the same time, you're thinking, oh, yeah, rugby union, is it? Fucking weirdos. (laughs) Right? You just are, mate. And it's probably, you know, that's not a good thing necessarily, but... I'm just being real, is that these things can bother you. And that's just our cultural... That's just Everyone's got cultural prejudices, whether they acknowledge them or not. He would have a chance if he could turn it around and be into Pet Shop Boys or Prefab Sprout. That, what, that he, he, goes, he goes, listen, I, uh, I'll be honest with you, Mr Dawson. I'm a rugby fan. I am I from Berkshire. I support the Quins. Um, but I fucking love the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> Have we got a deal? <laughs> and I will say begrudgingly, Sebastian, yes, we do. There's something we can work with. There's something we can build on here. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, none of these cultural prejudices are right. Everyone lives their own life. Everyone has their own things. And very often they don't have a choice in it because you're just born into circumstances and you're born into a set of cultural norms. But yeah, it's funny how... Things do, even as you mature and you think more and more, oh, this shit doesn't really matter to anyone. Everyone's got to live their own life. Um, you do, yeah, like you do, you're a bit like, oh, right, yeah, Chelsea fan, is it? No, mm. mind you, and I know this sounds what like what racists say, some of my best friends are Chelsea fans, and that's a fact. 
So that's weird. But he was a particular type of Chelsea fan, let's say. Right. Um, and, right. Uh, and you know, like a bit of a part-time poster Bramovich, go on up the blues sort of Chelsea fan, yeah. if you catch my drift. Mm. Um, I need to apologise. I think I, is, is Lord Sebastian, is he a hamster or a guinea pig? He's a hamster. I just said guinea pig earlier on. They'll be, they'll be. Oh. Actually, I think you'll be Lamparded yeah. over Lampard yeah. law. Yeah, they'll have already started sending them in because it was a couple of minutes ago. They'll have paused the episode and and, and constructed the emails already. Pause. Yeah. Press pause. Open up the email program. No, call up email complaint template that I always have saved yeah. to desktop. Yeah. In your episode dated fifth of December, I think you'll find. I would like anyway. to think my that my goal as a human is to become so highly evolved mm. that I would be perfectly fine with either of my children marrying a Millwall fan. That to me, that I don't, I'm not massive. saying I want them to marry a Millwall fan. That's massive. I'm not saying I want them to, but what I'm saying mm. is I I want to be the sort of person who, if they did, I'd be cool, whatever. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good thing to, to, that, to that's hang my, for. That's my ambition. That's what. That's everything that I'm doing. And I'm, you know, not making out this is all to do with Millwall. Everything that I'm doing with my life as a person is mm. trying to get towards that. That it's, sort. It's of, trying to reach, trying to reach Millwall tolerance or Millwall acceptance. tolerance is is sort of like, and that's yeah. kind of a metaphor for everything else. Tolerance of anything. Yeah, and you've got the insurance already, which is kind of a safety net. Just they could case. be a spy. They could be a spy. Yeah. There was my my mate Tommy years ago was dating a girl, a woman who was whose family were Millwall, and he's a massive West Ham fan, and she was very nervous about introducing them uh, because her dad was a Millwall fan who was very, you know, militant about it and militant in his disdain for West Ham, which yeah. is fine. That's part of the game, right? And my mate Tommy felt the same about Millwall. And they were both like this in the build-up to the meeting. No, 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 it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. It won't bite. It's fine. No, listen, it'll be good as God. I've got no problem whatsoever. If he's your dad, then he's all right by me. And the dad was saying the same thing about him. And they were very nice to each other. But for some reason, they were all in a hotel. And they both stayed in the bar one evening, the dad and Tommy. And she was upstairs waiting by the lift. And she... She, they got in a lift together and were still fine. But by the time the lift doors opened, they were engaged in a physical fight. Wow! In a lift because <laughs> it was the first. That was it. it. Was the first time they'd been left alone with each other on the weekend. Was like a one minute journey in the lift, and it feels as if as soon as like the lift doors shut, they were like, yeah. "Right, you can. I can bam, drop bam, the bam. front now. You are a West End toe rag. I'm gonna open you up like a tin of beans. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. You fancy it, do you, Millwall? And then the doors open, and she's crying because her dad and her. Her boyfriend a, a racking in a lift. It's that easy though, isn't it? I don't want to be that dad. I don't no. want to be lift fight dad. No, quite right. Who um, knows who they could end up with, mate? I'm just looking at the tweets. There's a there's an excellent tweet that I've just retweeted. I retweeted it last night and I've retweeted it again on our account. And it's Lionel Blair. It is, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's just two minutes and 20 seconds, which mm. is the maximum you can put of a video on Twitter mm. of... Uh, Michael Aspel on Give Us a Clue introducing mm. Lionel Blair. Lionel Blair. Repeatedly. It is incredible. Yeah. It's the greatest tweet I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it's two minutes 20. 
it feels like it's 10 minutes because he just keeps coming and coming and coming. Because he used to come, you know, they used to sit in two lines and give us a clue, didn't they? Yeah. Either yeah. side of the of the studio. And he'd come from behind the wall, behind where the chairs were. So he'd come and come down this little staircase to the side of Michael Aspel and then yeah. take his seat uh, on the panel. Yeah. So it's just, it's just uh, there must be about 50 instances of him coming down the little stairs. Uh, and it's just, it's delightful. It's Lionel Blair, Lionel Blair being introduced to us again and again and again and again. And everyone's got, he's got a different costume every time. And it's just, it, it it's become part of Christmas now for me already. Even though I only saw it last night. I, can't, I now can't imagine Christmas without it. So have a look at that. The other thing is, lots of people keep sending us this clip of Scylla Black at oh, Christmas. Yeah. We've covered this, haven't we? Uh, on the IFS Turbo, if you subscribe to Turbo, about this time last year, I wrote a blow-by-blow blow, blow yeah. blow dissection of this yeah. exact clip. And it is wonderful. But we are occasionally, we get bombarded with things, and that's fine. How are people supposed to know everything we've seen before? Um, but just if, if yeah. you're listening, you're thinking of sending us a Scylla Black Christmas thing where she sings all night long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, we we are aware of it and we have processed uh, well, it in the official manner. It's 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 outed a lot of people as not being IFS Turbo by saying, mm. "Have you seen yeah. this? You should do a deep dive into this." Yeah. If you oh, if you if you, you want fine. if you want my thoughts, then just subscribe today. Get yourself a Christmas present, uh, the gift of IFS Turbo, and access our whole archive of yeah, um, exclusive materials such as the World Cups of hard bands yeah. and of corporate logos, the uh, written articles about various films, TV shows, and Scylla Black, and uh, mm. all of our music shows that we put out exclusively on there are our mixes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got to say, this is a good opportunity to apologise because we've been incredibly slack on the tour well this last month yeah we have because it's, it's been a busy month with the tour and everything but we will yeah. i've got some uh, music mixes planned and mm. it might be that we do a, i might think of a world cup as well i don't know what the world cups are always good we have a lot do the world cup of world cups world cup of world cups is good yeah, yeah. i mean someone's even suggested to us yesterday the uh, pork advert with the sinister dad yeah 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 <laughs> talked about on the main that's a that's, that's a, a classic. That's a classic because probably I think if we look back over the year, we talk about so many things on this podcast, don't we? Um, we're, so, we're so prolific. Well, there's just a lot of subject matter that gets there's covered, to get through. which yeah. is largely because we cover everything very superficially, and therefore yeah. it doesn't take long. Um, yeah. So we can go through everything: science, history, yeah. nature, geography. Politics, yeah. philosophy, all of it. Fifteen percent maximum, I think, on any subject yeah. is what we give. So, which is just enough. So we get through a lot, but I would say for me, it's nearly the end of the year. If I had to choose a sort of a moment, a defining moment of this year on Top Flight Time Machine, it would be the Lamb Chops advert. That for me was a highlight. Yeah. I think, and it's I it's what go back and watch that. It's what captured our imagination above all yeah. else. I would say. Mm. Um. And I, yeah, I get a real kick out of just Jobs. thinking about it. Me, I mean, one of my great moments of the year was Len drawing my birthday card, which was the Chops man, just saying Chops yeah. <laughs> and winking. <laughs> right. Yeah. I must get that. I've been meaning to get that framed for the Vita Modular, actually. And it's just like, it just took over in my life. Like, you know, I mean, my wife and my daughter tired of it a great deal because me and Len were only saying 
chop, 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 chops. Or and how long do you think it lasted? Maybe four days? No, we went on and <laughs> on and on and oh, on. Oh, because we got his widow in touch. His, his widow got him wrong. She, she turned out in, to be legendary and became a fan yeah. of the podcast. She'd never heard of us before. And she was like really into it then. She sent us some delightful correspondence. Len was just coming in in the morning into my room to have a cup of tea. And the first thing he'd say when he was still bleary eyed was, how about a, a, bit, a bit of nice British lamb? <laughs> <laughs> and still That's sometimes we, we pull it out. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Jalapeño. Oh, fucking hell, mate. This year, it won't be the Queen's speech. It'll be the King's speech. Now, I stopped watching the Queen's speech years ago. We used to watch it, I think, ironically, when we were, like, kids at my mum's, you know, because it was on... When was it on? Mm. Three o'clock, was it? Three o'clock, after Top of the Pops. After Top of the Pops, yeah. So you'd watch our Top of the Pops, then you'd sit down for lunch. That's when she wanted it on, because she knew people would still be tuned in. Stick it on after Top of the Pops, and then they can have their lunch after. Late lunch. I'll do the same. Half three for your lunch? That's mad. I know, but that's Christmas I'm for you. starving by then. That's Christmas for you. Or if I've been out, pissed. Yeah, well, you know. back then it was like pub all morning. Back for yeah. presents. Pub presents, all morning. Pub, lunch. Back for top of the pops. Mm-hmm. Queen's speech, eat, then start Sleep. taking drugs. That was the classic <laughs> Delaney family 80s and 90s Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I told you about when my sister, bringing up my sister again, the one who I explained the love life of just now, she, when she, because she didn't live with us, she was like, had a different mum, but she'd come round uh, sometimes, she'd visit on Christmas, and then this one particular year, I can't remember why, she was coming round to our house for the main part of the day, which was, right, I suppose, yeah quite strange i don't know maybe it was after my dad had just got divorced with her mum so she was probably feeling a bit you know sad are you a bit sad about the divorce yeah we know all about that yeah, Come we've over been through that. yeah. 
You talk about it's, it. It's bad to happen sooner or later. Come over and see how we've been coping with it for the last 15 years. It's, it's better to happen sooner or later. You know what he's like. Yeah. Oh, has he been playing away again? Yeah, he does that. Oh, God. She was only seven. Right, so anyway, oh. she comes over and uh, it was obviously a bad idea, but my dad was like, oh, yeah, she, you know, maybe you should have her this Christmas for the whole day. And my mum, you know, obviously is no mum, my mum being my mum's like, yeah, fine, she treats her like her own daughter anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, she came over, but I don't know what my dad thought went on in our house on Christmas Day. <laughs> But, like, she's come over, we've done the presents, and some daft cunt, one of my brothers, has bought her a fucking Swiss Army knife, right? It's only seven. Jesus Christ. They were really popular back then as presents. They became trendy for a while. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was a shop called American Retro. You know, like, how little kind of cool gadgets in the 80s, they were always in magazines and stuff. Anyway, Mm. so, and someone's bought, oh, buy a fucking Swiss Army knife if she's coming round for the day, get her something special. So we've gone down the fucking White Heart, right, which is what we would do after presents. You go down the White Heart and play pool, right, and listen to Christmas songs and get fucking twatted, right, between about, well, 11 and whenever Top of the Pop started. And the one thing when you get a Swiss Army knife that everyone tells you is never, ever, ever pull all the blades out at once. Because if you pull all of the blades out at once, that is it. Someone's getting cut, right? Well, yeah, I thought that's what you were meant to do. What do you Surely. mean? Pull all the blades out so you can see them all. Yeah, but you, never all at once, mate. One by one. No. One by I've one. I've never had one. Sorry. If, if you get them all out at once, there's going to be danger because how do you get them back in without cutting your hand? There's spikes sticking out all over the gaff, oh, isn't there? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Fucking hell, we've gone down the pub. Someone's turned their back on into the toilet. Someone else is fucking... Play- the rest of us are concentrating on the pole. Suddenly we've had a big fucking scream and her hand is cut to fuck. Oh, it's, it's, a child has been slashed. We took our seven-year-old gift. sister. I would have been 18. Um, my brother's, yeah, sort of in their late 20s. They've... Uh, we're, we're really fucked already by 12. We've taken her with us. My mum's back at home. She's the only sort of semi-responsible one. She's back at home getting the lunch ready, isn't she? Of course, yeah. And, uh, yeah, my sister's hand is fucked. Blood everywhere. And the palm and, and the geezer in the pub is like, what the fucking hell are you doing with a child in the pub anyway, let alone a, a child with yeah. a knife? A little orphan child. It's Christmas with Day. A knife. And you brought a child here and given her some kind of military weapon. That's not festive. This is horrible. This is ruined Christmas. Oh, well done, the Delaney's have ruined Christmas for every fucker here. Thanks very yes, much. Again. Thanks very much. This is classic. Uh, yeah. I can't remember his name. Jimmy, I think it was. If there's anyone from Chiswick or Hammersmith from the 80s and 90s, they'll remember him. Little Irish man. Still talk about it. Little Irish man. Didn't look particularly tough, but one time someone caused trouble in the pub and he just very calmly walked from behind the bar, picked up the aggressor and threw him Mm. clean through the window of the pub. Well, there you go. That is Irish publicans for you. Yeah, he was small, but he was obviously very dense. He was a very dense. He was a very dense man, and yeah. he'd seen a lot of troubles back in his homeland. So he wasn't going to be fucking cowed by some mm. 
pissed up wide boy in West London. Do you know what I mean? You were going straight mm. through the fucking window. Thankfully, he didn't throw any of us through the window for allowing our child sister to cut her hand open. But it wasn't a good start to Christmas. And you can imagine her mum, who was probably like, oh, I'm not sure about this. Like, she's going round to, you know, their house for the day. Mm, can I trust them? Should she be with her mum on Christmas Day? Is this a good idea? Oh, well, that's what she wants to do. I'll send her around. I'm sure it'll be fine. Within two yeah. hours. Oh, hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cut her fucking hand wide open. Yeah. Why? Uh, good question. Someone gave her a knife as a present, and then we took her to the pub, and we got so drunk that we didn't notice what she was doing with the knife. Well, I mean, seeing a knife is in itself... Uh... Uh, underplaying what it really was because it was yeah. it's a set of knives uh, we are a set within of one knife. casing isn't it really <laughs> <laughs> not just knives fucking corkscrew cork screw, mini scissors mini yeah. saw yeah uh, what else they, well in the good ones you can pull out a little toothpick and some tweezers out of the body of the knife uh, what else yeah. you got something for gutting a fish I believe a fish gutter yeah. fish gutter fish slice uh, a, um, hook, a hook of some sort a <laughs> bottle of <laughs> they're cuddly, fucking mad aren't toy. they I used to have one and and this was before 9-11 I used to always think what should I pack in my hand luggage well obviously my Swiss army knife you never know what I might need when I'm travelling yeah. mate yeah. you're going to fucking Portugal for two weeks what do you need this fucking blade for <laughs> It's not as if I'd know what to do with it. Anyway, I'm not exactly a Boy Scout. It'd throw you in prison if you did that now. I know, and rightly so. trying to take it on. Rightly so, really. Like, you can't be walking around with that. I used to walk into school with it in my pocket. I've got this just in case I get into any scrapes, just in case I find myself lost in the wilderness and have to camp out. <laughs> I'm, I, I should add um, that my brother was taken to A&E Mm. One Christmas Day as well, also with a mashed up slashed hand. Mm. So really? we've, we've got that From in what? common. Yeah, he was making the dinner. We were going around this for for the dinner. And he'd been doing a bit of washing up while he was preparing the dinner. And uh, a glass had broken in the hot soapy water, mm. which he wasn't aware of. And as he went to wash it, it just slashed oh, his palm that, of his yeah. hand open. That's happened to me before, but not to a bad degree like hospital. But I have yeah, nicked my hand on broken up, glass in the was, sink. That was Christmas Day as well. So oh, there we yeah. are. Something we've got no one common. wants to go to A&E on Christmas Day. And they my, say there's a north-south divide. Yeah. Of course there isn't. My brother used to... Um, the terrorist, QPR terrorist legend Castellani, every year... It was a tradition. Complete tradition. It must have happened 10 years running. Mm. And every year my mum fell for it. She'd have made a selection of puddings. She always does, right? So they'd be like Christmas pudding, trifle, whatever. This was obviously pre-Rod McDonald, so we didn't have the trifle controversy, which you may remember unfolded a few years ago. When he complained that. about the fact that I wasn't drinking because it meant that they... that Well, your mother cannot put sherry in the trifle anymore. That's and as right. it happens, it's much nicer with sherry. Yeah. Fuck it now. Unbelievable. Fuck off, Yeah. <laughs> go and have a fucking swig of sherry out of the cupboard, then you can't. I tell you what, here you go. Have a fucking spoon load of trifle. I'll feed it to you, you can't. Right? Yeah. Now, here's a bottle of sherry. Open wine. Yeah. I'll pour some, splash some of that in your cup at the same time. Now, spoonful swig. Mix it all around and swallow it. Are you happy now, you fucking weirdo? What, what, what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll drown you in trifle if you're not careful. I've seen it done. He'd go, he'd do this to my mum every year. He'd pick up the wettest, softest pudding, 
right? So mm. classically a trifle, or if there was a cake, mm. you'd pick it out and go, Ugh, mum, I think there's something off in that. Smell that. And she could go, don't be stupid, it's fresh cream. Smell it. So she'd smell it, and he would push the whole thing in her fucking face. Oh, a practical joke. His own mum, every year, and every year she'd fall for it. On Christmas Day, I don't Jesus. think that's nice at all. That's, that's... I don't approve of that at all. No, nor do I, but she would laugh. She would laugh and laugh and laugh because she My thinks God. he's very cheeky. No, that's... Well, we were talking about practical jokes the other day, or was that in real life? I can't remember. Yeah, practical we're not really a fan awful. of practical jokes on the whole. No, but that's, he likes that's... them. No, that's not good. That's not she, good she at all. found I, I, it I, funny. I prefer the Lionel Blair clip. It would be more Christmassy than that. That way we could all gather around and watch that on a Christmas day for yeah, sure. It definitely. reminds me a little bit of that one that was viral quite a few years ago now with uh, Kilroy just doing every single introduction yeah. to Kilroy ever cut yeah. into a montage. That was great, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah. this is just repetition. You married it's the your same own thing. cousin. But now you, you're trying to adopt your own niece. <laughs> You're an alcoholic and you're sick on your kids on Christmas Day. And now you want custody. We'll have to dig that out and post it it's brilliant. It's really great, yeah. Um, What what else is going on? Uh, I'm looking to see. We've just about run out of time. I know that you did your, your pup trip at the weekend, but we'll have Saw to the save that for Friday. The pup was sensational. Because... As was the Premier Inn. And, doesn't happen in all Premier Inns, but it does sometimes. The breakfast was served in the adjoining Brewers Fair. Oh, that's always a bonus. And yeah. let's just say, when I walked in there with my son, bear in mind the Kingsling Premier Inn is basically on a junction on a couple of A-roads in the middle of Norfolk. It is not yeah. it is not a salubrious one, right? But when I walked into that Brewers Fair with my son, I might as well have been walking him into the fucking Ritz in Paris, judging by his reaction. <laughs> He, I thought his, he was just, he looked around with wide eyes like saucers, yeah. like he'd never seen anything like it before. The drying scrambled eggs under the heater. Fucking wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it was great. That's and the puppy superb. is unbelievable. So more of that Stuff. soon. Yeah, we'll have that on Friday because uh, we should add the episodes over the next few weeks. And there's not going to be any of them that go on too long because we're pre-recording loads of them in order to be able to put stuff out over Christmas and also to be able to have a lot of time off ourselves. So um, we're doing... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Pre-recording. Pod, pod-loading. We're pod-loading. the word. Yeah. So Our policy over the coming two weeks is A-B-P. Always be podding. Always be podding. Yeah. And uh, will we be doing to replace those shows that would usually be the topical Mondays and Fridays? Mm. A... Uh, Noel's Christmas deep dive it's again. Noel's, it's Noel's Christmas presents from BBC One from 1988. Whoa! So it's three years on from the one that we did before yeah. last year. First uh, thing I'll be YouTube. looking at is how he's physically evolved in those three years. Yeah. I'm always interested in that. I would expect that he would have expanded um, in in terms of hair and beard. Yeah, just a his, little bit. His body has been consistently lithe. Like, yeah, I mean, it became extremely muscular, but yeah, like over but, time. But it, even back in the day, he was always very light. There was barely an ounce of fat on the cunt. Yeah, it was only his hair and beard that changed 
dimensions yeah. really yeah i think 88 will have been a, a very um large and wide uh crown as it, i believe <laughs> yeah. he calls it he refers crown to his as the crown you could buy yeah. in Woolworths Noel Edmonds Crown and Main set. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, oh, that line. I'll get that as a stocking filler. There's that. There's that line in uh, with Neil and I, isn't it? The seventies are over. They're selling Noel Edmonds wigs in Woolworths. Yeah, exactly. That's what Danny says near the end. Yeah. Uh, we'll, do, we'll do some predicting then for the next five games that are going to be on mm. because uh, oh just quick not? mate did you see that um, referee in the game England versus Senegal he was really like he was really great I don't know where he's from or what his name was but he was really uh, he actually reffed it really well but he was fucking mad like there was the best bit <laughs> maybe my favourite bit in, a, in the whole World Cup so far is Senegal at some point sort of had a very very kind of iffy call for a penalty like I can't remember what when it was still nil-nil and the players all gathered around him and they VAR checked and straight away said no. And they all ran over to him and he said no. And they said no again. And then you could see they were still shouting at him from a distance and he just <laughs> went like this. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I missed that, but I love it. <laughs> and that was my favourite bit of the World Cup. Like, just shut up, will you? <laughs> I thought this bloke knows what he's doing. Okay. Ah, it's got people skills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, okay then. Japan versus Croatia, round of 16 today. I think this will be 2 1 Japan. 2 1 Japan. I will go for. Um, I'm going to replicate that. I'll say 2 1 Japan as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then also this evening, we've got Brazil versus South Korea. I will say this will be. This good ninety minutes predictions. These right, yeah. So not, not like after extra time and everything. Um, I got one one. Mm, interesting. I can see it like that, uh, but I'm going to go three one Brazil. Okay. Uh, then we've got Morocco versus Spain, which mm. I believe is uh, tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. I'm going to say one one for that one after, one after 90. ninety minutes. Yeah. I will go for... I think Spain will win that 2-0. And then we've got Portugal versus uh, Switzerland tomorrow evening. Uh, I think this will be... Um, I think Portugal will win that 2-0. I'm saying 2-0 for that as well, Portugal. All right, fine. And then finally, um, the first quarter final has been decided yet, it says here. So Netherlands versus Argentina, Friday evening, 7pm. What do you reckon? Netherlands versus... Argentina. Fucking hell. What a game this will be. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm going to say two all after 90 minutes. Right. Okay. I'll say 1-1 one, one after 90 minutes. But Netherlands have just been very sort of skulking their way through the tournament, just going about their business. And you know what? Just... When you, I watched them. Who did they beat on Saturday? I can't remember. But... I watched it. I think they beat Australia. And I was like, fucking mm. hell. You know, no one's really been talking about them, But they've got tremendous players in their team. Yeah. Like, re- yeah. they've got a fucking strong team. They've got a striker who can score. They've got Van Dijk at bat, who's probably still the best defender in the world. They've got a, that youngster, Gakpo. Mm. Um, and, you know, De Jong. Denzel got, Dumfries. Denzel Dumfries is great. De Jong is really great midfield yeah. they, could, they could fucking go all the way mate and no, not know. many people yeah. were talking about but then again fucking Messi was sublime wasn't he the other night so he was 
It's going to be a great game. Really great Friday game. Evening. So there we are. That's the predictions. I forgot. I haven't updated the scores from last time, but I'll do it after this round of games. Uh, so we'll be back on Friday. You can tell us all about uh, meeting the puppy. Uh, do you want to reveal the puppy's name here and now? Cookie. Cookie. Cookie the Delaney. Cookie. There we yeah. go. And more of that on Friday. And thank you very much. And goodbye. Goodbye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.